Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hey, yes, I'm Mike Forgetto. Welcome back. With me as always is Mike. How you doing, Mike? Mike Sullivan? Good. Mike Sullivan here. Yeah, so we're uh, a little off our game here because we got like some intro music that Mike set up and now I don't know how to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's throwing us off our game. It's a little different than we're used to. But I'm not used to somebody else introducing me. It feels so formal. Right. Well, Mike can't hear it right now because we're still trying to work on this audio thing. But yes, it does feel awfully heard, formal. I mean, right. <clears throat> All right. So, Mike, here we are. What are we? Uh, what are we looking at today? We are. We went back, back to the past. No, we went back to Knight Rider. We're watching Knight Rider season one, episode nine. Trust doesn't rust. Yes, it feels it feels like the right place to go after the after the pilot. It feels like the next best episode. Not that I, I, I mean, I didn't I didn't catch up on episodes two through eight, but um, if we're going to go with one, this is the one where Kit meets Carr, and I think this is um, you know it's a it's a great it's a great next step for Knight Rider. Yeah, and that's when he finds out that he's not an only child. I guess he's not <laughs> right. He's, he's got an evil twin. Ba- yeah, and, and that's exactly almost exactly what it is. All he's missing is some sort of weird, sinister mustache to be uh, his evil twin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have done something with that light, you know, to make it. Well, I mean, it sounded different. It didn't make the same noise. It sounded more like even more like a Cylon dud. This yeah, from yeah. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. But yeah. uh, before we get too far into the episode, like I was, we were just talking about this beforehand because I wanted to look up the writer because I knew I knew this name. And Mike, you know his name too. Steven D'Souza wrote this episode. So I'm like, you know, I've heard this guy before. So let me just rattle off a couple. One, he's done a few, uh, he was a writer in a few Six Million Dollar Man episodes, Bionic Woman, Knight Rider, obviously, V. But movies. Um, 48 hours. Wow. <clears throat> now he's part writer on some of these. Commando, sure. Running Man, Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Hudson Hawk, wow. Ricochet, Beverly Hills Cop 3, Judge Dredd. So all the, all the Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he's done Stallone, a ton of stuff. I guess all the action a, movies. According to Wikipedia, which is uh, our best source of information, uh, he's the. One of a handful of screenwriters that have earned over $2 billion in the box office. Damn. Yeah. So I knew I knew that name, and I meant to look it up as soon as we, I was watching it, and I totally forgot about it until just now. Impressive. Yeah, that's an impressive list of – I mean, think about the TV shows. That's one thing. But the, the movies, those yeah. are iconic movies. Oh, so. yeah, totally. For the time. Yeah. Yeah. All Great. right. So then, yeah. So okay, this is the episode. Like Mike said, he meets his evil twin. Basically. Yeah, yeah. So and one thing I want to say too is, you know, sometimes we have trouble finding, you know, different shows on different sources. Uh, but this one happened to be available on NBC.com, right? Um, and I think a, a couple other places. So Knight Rider is pretty easy to come across. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of the way NBC.com uh, does their commercials and stuff in it. It kind of drives you insane because it looks like the commercial's over and then it'll stop and start over again. <laughs> so, but oh. yeah, and, and, and like many of the online uh, streaming video platforms, it's the same commercials over and yes. over and over. But right. you know, you do what you got to do to watch the half uh, in action. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so we going into this one, uh, like Mike said, car, which I spelled wrong the first several times. It's actually K A R R, which we found out find out later stands for uh, night automated rover, roving robot, right? Right, right. Yeah. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be cooler if they went with something like cat? So it would be like <laughs> night, night. I don't know, automated kitten cat transportation <laughs> tool or something. Yeah, kit cat, you know. Yeah, that, I guess. But don't, yeah, I, whatever, sure. I guess the night automated. Uh, <laughs> you can spend a lot of time thinking about what. Yeah, but, uh, we'll, to, we'll, we'll work on that. If anyone uh, listening has any ideas, let us know. <laughs> All right. Um, so the big thing for me was, now, I, before we even watched it, I remember um, 
I remember a car. Um, and I'm like, you know, I was trying to think of the, the car's voice. And as soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh, yeah, Optimus Prime. <laughs> Which actually was a genius idea because the – so Carr, we'll get into it, but he's like, again, kind of – and not really evil, but his motivations are different. So give him the he's deeper – Yeah, yeah, Give him the deeper, somewhat evilly voice. And then Michael – I mean, sorry, Kit, who's just there to take care of people, is more like genial tone like – Hello, can I get you some tea? You know, something like that. Right, more of a servant type voice, but yeah. So that's that's a good point, though. It's important to point out that the programming initiatives behind the two cars were different. So, yes. uh, car was first, and it was self preservation that was really yeah. the, the the programming. While Kit was more of human human life to protect humans. Yeah, yeah, which. Doesn't it make sense. Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, it totally does, but I don't know why you'd make a car that was there to preserve itself, but whatever. <laughs> but we'll get back to that because I have some uh, questions about that at the end of the episode. But basically, right. we uh, open up. Um, the opening scene is you see, uh, well, first you see a sign, right? And I think I posted that on the Instagram account. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so, and to be honest with you, the first time I saw it, I totally read it wrong. Because I was more focused on taking a picture of it <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead I had to back of, it up a couple times instead of reading what it says. But um, and and I'm stalling here because I'm trying to get back to it. So if you could bear with me a second, and now I can't find it. Anyway, well, I've got it. I've got it here. It's, yeah, what, so what did it, it say? It said on this site will be erected the Night Museum of yeah. Technology. Yeah, Don't trust exactly. Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. And this, yeah. So when I first read it, I thought it was saying this is the night museum, right? Not right. like to be erected, it. but right. that like, sign was awfully like dilapidated. Like, so did they abandon that? You know how you like sometimes you ever go on vacation like on these highways and you'll see a sign future site of whatever, and you can tell that sign's been there for like forty years and nothing <laughs> ever right. ever was it built. And it seems yeah. like the same thing. Now I don't know if it they abandoned the idea because car turned out to be evil. Right, or right. if they just haven't finished it yet, because there is building, there is a building there. Right. Yeah. There's stuff going so, on there. I, but it's obviously not a museum. It's just so, like oh yeah, maybe it's just a warehouse of failed experiments, basically, maybe. or at least one failed experiment. And then <laughs> it's maybe, like the land maybe of some Mr. others Toys. that work well. But yeah, so yeah, that that was interesting, and and then uh, you know the two shady characters show up in the bushes. They're you know your typical. Um, Almost like sitcom worthy crime people. They're so two drunks. One, They're like yeah. two, right? <laughs> yeah, one guy's drinking and the other guy's just portrayed as an idiot, basically. Right. Uh, so. Which, I mean, one of the guys obviously is Larry um, without his yeah. two brothers, Daryl. Right, right. From uh, Newhart. <laughs> and, yeah, and I think they, they must have seen, I don't know what came first. Um, but they, you know, one producer must have seen him and said, look, speak exactly the way you did in that other show because <laughs> it was perfect. So it was like, it was like the same character in two different shows. But, right. No, yeah. I agree. But yeah, I just, I'm just trying to figure out what, I mean, like one of the drunks saw this building and knew that it was going to be a <laughs> good place to break into. I, I really was confused by that, but yeah, I, 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 I there was a quote where the guy says, when a character like Knight dies, they clean out the joint. And then I'm thinking, well, if, if that's the case, why are you breaking in if you think it's like already cleaned out? Oh, see, um, I didn't hear him say that. Unless that means something else in like crime language that I'm not familiar with. But um, so it seemed like they weren't, you know, their hopes weren't too high, but they were going in to see what they could get. Um, gotcha. Yeah, but, yeah, but they see a, they see the guard walking around out there, right? Right. So, well, first Larry's quoting the, one of the commandments, right? Thou shalt not steal, right? Because right. he doesn't want to do it, and the other guy's like, "Dude, come on, just yeah, get with the Good program." Timing. You're right there, getting ready to roll. Yeah. And then, then then you start feeling a little bit of remorse, but uh, they see a guard. And to me, that you see a guard, that means there's something good inside, right? I mean, they're not going right. to hire a guy just to stand there. And then they uh, they wait for the guard to walk away that happens and and they break in with with a crowbar pretty easily right? pretty, very easily 
like quickly. And this is supposed to be some technological museum, <laughs> and then just like waltz with, right in. With no, with alarm, no alarm, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was and one dude watching the whole building. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> so yeah, so they they you know they slip past him. Yeah, and I uh, worked their way in. But um, while this is going on, right? They flash over to Kit and Michael driving. Yeah, and this is like two a.m. Right? Yeah. So and Kit's all pissed. Why are we out so late? <laughs> like, right. I think Michael had a date, right? Or yeah, something like that. A kid and, is clearly responsible, and yeah, and Ma- Michael's reckless. Yeah, is, exactly. And he's like, "What? Now I'm gonna have to drive home because you've been out all night drinking, probably. <laughs> you know, I just want to get some rest and Always charge my battery packs." <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, then they started talking about like emotions and stuff, right? At some point, kids like, "Dude, I'm I'm a I'm a computer, right?" But he's an old man computer or something because he was really cranky. Yeah, yeah, he was programmed as a <laughs> grandfather. But, um, yeah, yeah, so Kit that, lectures him on dating yeah. and being too promiscuous. And <laughs> yeah, basically. Gives him like the fifth grade and health. I, and I can't uh, remember what Michael said, but he's basically like, what? There's chicks out there. They like me. I got to find, you know, I mean, he didn't say that. Nothing but wrong that's with a, dating too many women. Right. And that's but. essentially what he said. <laughs> like, wow. Those were the old days, pal. Yeah, but. I guess so. But, uh, so yeah, so the guys get in and they knock out the one guard, right? The only guard on duty. Yeah, I don't think. Do we see them do that, or Michael just shows no. up and he finds? No, him I there. thought I saw one of the guys hit him, but maybe okay. not. Um, but then you know they go through a switch and like the whole board almost like they, yeah. explodes they're in their flip, face. They're just like they're in there and they're just flipping switches, right? And, yeah, uh, and I'm like, again, this is supposed to be some technology museum, and everything's all junked up. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I want to say the one that so it was Laboratory Three that had the switch that kind of like zapped out when they li- flipped it, right? Right. And it, said, it had a sign on it like "Do not turn power on." <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, That's exactly what it said. So they do. They but turn they it on. They weren't reading. They were just you know. Yeah, they're in a hurry. Yeah. So, but um, this uh, accidentally wakes up Carr, and um, they basically. And, and, yeah, they go directly to Lab Three. Oh yeah, that's right. And the one, the one guy says, "Hey, it says danger on the door." Yeah. And he's and like, he's "Oh, like, they oh. put that just to scare you." I'm like, yeah. "Well, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> why it's there because it's dangerous. <laughs> that's why those signs are there <laughs> to scare you away because it is right. dangerous." Right. So, so they go in, and uh, you know, you see the little red light kind of. I don't whatever yeah. it does flashes back and forth. Yeah, exactly. But it's a little uh, sinister sounding. It's not the right. cute. And they, it's not the cute little kit sound. They're freaking out. They're oh like, yeah, totally. They're almost like hugging each other, shaking. <laughs> um, right. But I, mean, I think I, they, quickly, they quickly get over that, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. And I, I'm not exactly sure why they were so freaked out about it. I mean, it was, you know, just a light. <laughs> they didn't right. have any idea exactly. what it was. It's not like it was like a lion. They went in like a lion cage <laughs> or something. But, um, but yeah, and then the doors closed. I don't know how the doors closed. What doors? Almost like they were trapped in there. Oh, yeah. They, they just closed behind them. Well, they were just too freaked out. Yeah. So so then, yeah, so I think they, you know, they quickly get over that. But we don't see that yet. So and Michael, Michael and Kit pull up and uh, – Michael is immediately suspicious that around this like five hundred thousand square foot building, he doesn't see the one guard. <laughs> yeah. So there's, he's like, there's oh, no that... guard here, but you could, he could be the other other <laughs> wing. The other end. Yeah. So, but like, Kit's also freaked out. He's like, you know, basically like Han Solo. I got a bad feeling about this. Right. Right. And um, yeah, so Michael's walking, and Kit is like rolling up behind him. I'm not sure why Michael didn't just stay in the car at this point. You know, it's like you had to get a better look. Can't see very he, well out the window. He's walking, and the car is following him. <laughs> and they go inside, um, and what? That's where they find the guard, right? Inside yeah. But first, Michael tells Kit to like wait outside, and he's oh, yeah. like, "Oh yeah, good idea." I'm like, "Wow, what a whip!" I know. That's like it's like you know, in the movie when they're like with a girl, they're like, "Wait here, it's too dangerous." You know, <laughs> he's saying that to the car, yeah. but Kit. And you, the car's like, cool. who has all the weapons and is basically indestructible, wait here. <laughs> wait here <laughs> I'm going to go I, in. Me, the meatbag. will go in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, so, yeah, so he Michael, goes and he finds the guy, yeah. Yeah. The guy. Um, yeah, he finds the guy on the ground um, and then realizes the door from Lab 3 is open. And suddenly 
the the kit replica comes barreling out right because we don't know at this point anything about the whole car story no we don't so know anything this, neither does michael right yeah no, right, all so of a sudden the car just goes out and they're all like out. what the hell what was that yeah um and that's when he goes the mile or Devin. Right, we go to Devin the next day, and Mike's all mad. He's like, "I have a right to know that there's another one." I'm like, "Why? Yeah. You didn't build it, right? You really, buddy? You're on a need to know basis. They gave you a full car, and you just yeah. You know, and as as far Follow as they were concerned, they were never going to use it. So who cares? Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, back back to the when they were still in the in the warehouse, Kit Kit was saying, you know, that he was getting some strange readings. Yeah, like an um, echo. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like t- twins when, you know, I have like <laughs> telepathy or something. I'm not sure. I feel but, like, yeah. Yeah. Way. Like one falls down, the other one feels it. Right. You know? Exactly. They finish each other's sentences. Yeah. And then, oh, and this was very heroic. Michael runs out of the warehouse with the guard over his shoulder. Oh, did he? I didn't even notice He's that. Like, we need to get him to the hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even notice that part. Oh, and then I wrote, Kit wrote, Kit says, that car could have been my twin. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> he goes, and then Michael's response is, not exactly, buddy. It almost killed me. <laughs> but, but it still could have been his twin. I think really, deep down, and, Kit wants to sometimes, too. Especially at 2 in the morning when he's picking up chicks. Right. right. So, uh, yeah, th- then we go back to the mansion. At this point. Right. And, and this one they explain about Carr, what he did, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Primary motivation, self-preservation. And my right. immediate thought was, obviously, Wilton, what was his last name? Wilton Knight never read any of the Isaac Asimov robot novels. There are three laws of robotics <laughs> to prevent this exact thing from happening. And I'm gonna, I'm nerding out a little bit about them. But self-preservation is the third, not the first. So... That is why that failed. Well, we had to jump right to that, but yeah. Sorry. Well, what are the other two, Mike? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> uh, the first was the robot may not harm or allow through any inaction allow a person to come into harm. And number two is oh, must so follow all, must follow orders given to him by a human unless those that those orders conflict with the first law and the third law is self preservation unless it conflicts with the first two. Okay. It's pretty so, deep. Yeah. We could spend some time talking about that, but let's not. <laughs> yeah, because uh, everyone's turning this off right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I read a lot uh, of those books as a kid. Um, okay, anyway. so then, uh, yeah, Cars', cars uh, right, it, initiative was self-preservation, yeah. so that's a very important concept here. Yeah. Well, no, it totally is for this whole thing. And he, a couple things come up. Like, one, didn't Devin say he thought it was demolished, so he didn't even know it was there? I don't know. Devin's... I don't know. He's Is he going to need a no basis too? I mean, obviously, a new car like, existed, but he's, I, it sounded like I he thought. I assumed he dismantled it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, no. He was locked it in lab three. Yeah. And then. Might the, have been, you know, something to do. Right. And know. the way it's programmed is that he's saying since his data banks are basically empty, whatever these people tell him, <laughs> he'll believe or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and then there's some scene where they tell him, oh, you can trust us. Okay, I'll store I that will, in your database. Yeah, I will store that in my database. <laughs> yeah, <cool. laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, he, he, Mike uh, just passed out choking. Um, yeah, I totally missed the cough button on that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so, I was laughing and choking at the same time. It's not a good combination. So, yeah, then then Michael – there's a, I, 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 I'm finding a theme that there's a lot of whining in in the uh, <laughs> 70s, 80s TV shows. So Michael's, I've yeah, like we that. talked about, Michael's whining that he should have known. Like, really, doesn't really make a difference. There's this other car. You got to stop it now. And um, so then we break to the two drunk guys, and they're they're woken up by Car talking to them, and and he explains who he is. So we get Car's own perspective on on himself, right? And um, he believes I wrote this, I don't even know what I mean by this. Believes his creator turned oh turned on him. So he thinks that uh, Knight uh, kind of stabbed him in the back by like oh put, he put, turned him off, putting him, uh, putting him in the the storage lab. Uh, so he's indebted to these guys, kind of like the genie you let out of the bottle, right? Yeah, oh, uh, the, the, the car owes these guys a little bit, you know. So 
he's like, let's, you know, I'll do whatever you guys need. I'll take you to breakfast. And uh, Right. Well, he's like, well, I know what you guys need. You need to eat, drink, and reproduce. <laughs> so which one do you want to do first? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he Googled that and saw that. Um, but then he was mad because the drunks were like, hey, there's another car just like you. And he's like, you know, no, that car's inferior. Yeah. I am the he's original got, prototype. That must be a production model. <laughs> he's got a bad attitude right yes. off the bat. Which, you know, self-preservation, you got to take that kind of stance, right? Right. right. You're like, oh, yeah, there is. I have a twin brother. Right. And, I'm, and I'm, get, I was wondering why these guys are still drunk when they wake up. <laughs> Did you notice they, that? Yeah. I mean, not sure they, how much time has passed. They probably drank a whole lot. Yeah. Spent most of their time. I guess so. I guess so. Um Oh, they go, he, he takes them for breakfast. Yeah, no, but before that, when when Devin was talking about, he's like you were saying, he was worried because these, you know, he has fresh data banks or whatever. They can tell him whatever. He's worried that someone's going to program it for evil. He obviously doesn't realize two drunk idiots stole this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he thinks some like some mastermind. mastermind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He thought, but instead, it's just yeah. you know the Rev and what was the guy's the other guy's name Ray yeah. or no. I forgot. I have it written down. I don't know why not in the beginning. But yeah, so yeah, they go to breakfast. He's like, well, well I'll find you food. And he's like, let's pull over here at the Three Rings drive through or whatever. And that's when a guy does like donuts in the middle of the street to get over to the place. <laughs> yeah, which is cool, though. He likes some wild driving. And then, um, yeah, so he, he thinks that like the, the dude taking the order is messing with him. Right. So, so he gets all pissed off the car. There is no human off. here. <laughs> yeah. And he so, thinks the guy's like in the machine or something. I don't know why he was getting so mad. He's clearly upset and he took it out. He's got anger management issues. Right. He, he just destroyed the drive-thru. Right. But I think what he did that because he, which is weird, right? So he's supposed to be self-preservation, but it seemed like he did it because the guy was threatening the two guys in the car, the two drunks, yeah. even though he's yeah, not right. supposed to care about that. Genie in the bottle type thing. I he felt guess. a little embedded. Okay. But, yeah. And then, yeah, so then, um, so then what happens? They, so they're the, like, well, then the cops start chasing him. And he's right, like, you right. got to get so us he, out of here. He's like, why? <laughs> right. Like, dude, don't question us right now. Just do it. <laughs> so, they, so, yeah, there's like a car, a cop chase. And it was like, good chase. Yeah. Carded a he did a good job of uh, eluding the police. Right. And, well, because he, he's like, well, what are the police going to do? He's like, we're gonna, they're going to throw you in the slammer. He's like, what's the slammer? And he's like, well, it's like that place you're in. He's like, I do not wish to go back to the slammer. Right. It's like they're <laughs> dealing with a caveman. And they're, like, yeah. explaining. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then as that happens, Michael shows up with the exact same car at the three ring. And he gets out. And he's like, hey, you know, what happened here? And then, like, the cops whip him to the ground <laughs> right well that, so first he's driving around with some awesome blue blocker sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> those were some great glasses but yeah so he hears something though right on the radio because he's driving it he's driving and he's like kit go to police frequency oh then, yeah then yeah. he punches the buttons he doesn't even kit doesn't even do it but my question and was, did goes, they even announce that the car was on the loose? Like, all of a sudden, he's like, we got to go there. I'm like, well, did they, they didn't say anything. It goes to anything. the exact story he needs to hear at that moment. That I guess crazy. so. And like, how did he know? Did he have like a premonition that they were talking about him on the radio? It's kind of a hero's gift. Yeah. Stuff just happens. But then, yeah, like you said, though, then they go to the three rings or whatever, Jack in the Box, basically. Yeah. And, but it was funny because he pulls up and there's like the guy there, the, the, oh, the yeah. kid. And there's like one cop. And then he's like, is that your car? And all of a sudden, there's like 40 cops there. Where did those other guys come from? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But like, I just imagine that going down like an L.A. beating. You know, once they got him <laughs> on the ground, they were just clubbing him. But they uh, they didn't get into that. No. So, um, again, what happened? So then uh, back at the mansion again, right? So we're back at the mansion and – Well, first uh, I think – I think first they cut to the the guys. Um, they have some like, good ideas on how to use car to make some cash, and but yeah, but that was it. And then like uh, what? So car is like listening in on them. I don't know why he's listening as they're talking about. Hey, yeah. we can use them. We can go steal shit basically. Um, but yeah. So then you, right. I I can't remember. If, did someone? I think Devin said this. Like car is like a loaded gun in the hands of a small child. Go, oh, good quote. Yeah. I don't have that. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, but yeah, now they're but that's right. Yeah, but, back but they're the back mansion. at the mansion. And, yeah, or, or and Mike, do they Michael's actually there. call it the foundation for law and government yet? Isn't that what it ends up turning out to be in the future in the show? I don't know if it uh, is yet. They don't really say it. But anyway, go ahead. But yeah, so they're, they're like you know quickly the commissioner or you know someone at that level straightened it all out and Michael's right. free and um, and now here here we have Bonnie putting a new component in Kit. So Bonnie's a little you know new kind of uh character in the show since episode one right I, 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 she showed up pretty early on i'm not sure if she was yeah. in the second one i meant to look at that but yeah yeah i don't know yeah i'm not sure but she even cl- she even calls out at some point in the show she's like hey that was before my time right that, yeah. was, that was just a couple episodes before you know yeah yeah um but she's the mechanic you know yep and um technician whatever yeah 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 so she, yeah she's got some skills and she, the new component she's building is some type of laser she's putting in, in into Kit, but um, so and then Kit mentions Zeno's question. <laughs> Did you look that up? I started looking up. I didn't bother. No, I didn't. I didn't look it up. I, it's some philosophy thing. Yeah, I was. I didn't really care too much about it. It was you know a bunch of philosophers' name, but yeah. I did like how when. Point, oh yeah, but I did like how when uh, Bonnie was in there, you know, under the hood doing stuff, and Kit's like. Uh, Bonnie, I noticed you're moving some stuff around in there. I'm like, yeah. geez, how does he know? Does he have, how can he sense that? <laughs> There's sensors. I'm sure. Yeah. And in the meantime, the drunk idiots go on a crime, a crime spree with car. That's when they're stealing all this shit. And then, like, the funny thing is, is like, they cut to these guys and they got, all of a sudden they got like nice suits on. They got jewelry. Yeah, right. They got, they're like all cleaned yeah. up. I'm like, it's like the movie trading places. Remember that? Where they took, right. uh, um, uh, what's his name? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. And, Jeez, uh, yeah. Murphy. Took him out out of the streets, basically. In like a week, he was you know, you know, yeah, cultured was, man or whatever. Exactly. And then <laughs> that's when Devin looks at the paper and puts it down. It says "crime spree continues" on the newspaper. <laughs> I expected like the Batman sound where it like spins around, go. <laughs> like, yeah, right. But it did not. It, disappointingly, it did not. But I do want to mention the Zeno's question thing because oh, you look. You look. It, 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 I mean, I have a, the quote. The quote okay. was, "What would happen if an irresistible force met an immovable object?" Okay. The answer to which no one knows. So that's that was Kit's like question. So right there, you know, it's a, it's a little. I don't know what the proper like movie term would be for throwing out something like that, but basically, he you know described these two himself and car these two like indestructible objects what's going to happen so it's very deep all, it is yeah i could i i paused and i i just thought about that for a while yeah then i unpaused and watched the rest of it <laughs> and i recommend that for anyone but um oh, yeah. so then and then at this point then we cut to car right and car takes off and i thought this was going a different direction but it really had nothing to do with anything. He just took off and the bad guys were counting their bags of money after hitting like stores. So they did like a, almost like a montage. Like they showed yeah. the they showed car like smashing into <laughs> different locations. Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> they would just steal everything and leave. Yeah. Which is pretty, you know, pretty good. You got an indestructible car. You just bust through. Yeah. All right. What, what I mean, else they, are you going to do? What else are you going to do with an indestructible car? People do that with destructible cars. They drive oh, yeah. through the windows. That's probably where they got the idea. And, them, and then they leave. But yeah. yeah, you know, then you could leave, you know, cars got not a scratch on it when they're done. So that's pretty good. Right. Uh, and then they mentioned he's car, kit and car. I don't know where this came from. Kit and car are made of an indestructible alloy. Yes. Right. Exactly. And okay. this is where they start talking about the laser. And when Miles said there's really only one way to stop them, and that's where the laser comes in. They talk about that because, right, again, yes. the alloy. Yep. And then, but they can only shoot in one little tiny spot, right, right by where the little sensor thing is. You got to right. hit like one little square millimeter. I don't even it's know. It's like if they the said. Achilles heel, the third yeah. light from the right. No. Yeah. <laughs> but somewhere, somewhere in that that little red sensor. Yeah. Um, they they have to hit it. Right. And. It, so it's, it sends some kind of burst of energy, and that's yeah. his vulnerable spot. Right. Uh, but only a dead-on shot will work. Correct. Right? Yep. And this isn't like – this isn't your typical laser gun from Star Wars. It This one only has two shots. Yes, because Kit doesn't have a big enough battery. 
The two more than two. Yeah. That's what they said, yeah. But in the meantime, well, one thing that they explained, so they said, you know, when Miles was talking about it, they said, the problem is with this is you have to be within 100 yards and shoot it for two seconds. And Dead on. Michael comes right. back. <laughs> well, Kit and Carr can travel 100 yards in two seconds. And I'm like, how fast is that? So let me look this up. <laughs> so oh, I yeah. went. So you did some calculations. I did calculations. That is 100 miles an hour. I'm like, my mom's car could do 100 miles an hour. <laughs> and if they move it at each other vec- with vector addition, you only have to be 50 miles an hour each to make that work. Sure. So really, it's not that fast. I have a feeling yeah. they didn't really bother That's looking – at what the speed was. Now, someone can tell me my math was wrong, but I well, put it right in Google and it told me. Michael was shooting from the hip. He didn't have Google. <laughs> He's just saying, hey, they can probably do that. I know. I know. Then, I'm just uh, kidding. You know, Bonnie but I know they wanted to sound cool. Bonnie demonstrates that laser. Yeah. And it she seems less than impressive. Or whatever. <laughs> it was just like, pew. <laughs> and then, but Michael jumps. So, yeah. for a fact, I mean, it may be back then that that was an impressive shot. Uh, by today's standards, that was like, uh, you know, you're at a concert, you see a better light show than something like that. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, this but yeah, is- so obviously this is this is dangerous. You only have two shots, hundred yards. You got to be go- heading straight on to each other. This yep. is a, a, this is a, a recipe for disaster. <laughs> that is true. Um, but then in the meantime, there you see uh, the guys with car. And he's like, I need some help from a cyber technician. I guess he's got some shit on the fritz. So. Yeah, so he starts bitching because yeah. he's out of tune or, you know, yeah. needs to be. And these guys are like, well, that's fine. We'll take you to, like, uh, Joe's Garage down the street. And he's like, yeah. no, I need to go to a special person. And he's talking to them like they're, like, infants. I don't know. Yeah, because well, they are idiots. I mean. <laughs> so but he, the funny yeah. thing is, so – they have this talking car, indestructible car. They need a special technician. So these two drunks, basically, which now they're cleaned up, go and like, hold on. And they go in a corner and talk, thinking he can't hear them anyway. And the other guy's like, this guy is smart as a toaster. I'll just get some spark plugs and make him happy. I'm like, this is a car that is talking to you, can <laughs> drive by itself, and it knows that jump it needs shit. to be repaired. It knows, yeah. <laughs> So you you're gonna call it, but that's a damn smart toaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I again, like I thought this was going a different direction. I'm like, all right, they're gonna try and trick the car. Car's gonna get pissed. He's gonna like flip right. them out or something. Right, and instead, it turned out he was trying to make the other guy happy because the guy didn't want to kidnap anyone because he yeah, has some he was, morals. So Tony, Tony was trying to. Or I think it was Tony. Tony's trying to keep Rev right. under control. Yeah, but uh, you know, Tony does what he needs to do. Yeah, right? and I guess goes that's what, out yeah. and gets uh, kidnaps Bonnie. Right, and uh, so basically they go back. They go to the mansion, right? And this is when <laughs> Miles pulls out a thing. He's like, "The triggering system on this laser is quite simple." And he shows him some blueprint. Right? Did you remember that part? And there was like nothing labeled on the blueprint. <laughs> so yeah. how do you who's know it's simple? Who's Miles? I don't even know who that is. Devin. Devin. Sorry, oh, his last oh, name's okay. Miles. <laughs> Sorry, Devin. But you know, it's like it's like you know, it doesn't even show anything like how to trigger it. So how can the triggering? How do you know it's that simple? Yeah. But yeah, so that's when they come and they steal Bonnie, basically, and um, uh, they yeah. So how did they even get? But now I'm like blanking on how they even got Bonnie. I'm blanking on how they got Bonnie too because I I don't like all of a sudden. So so so, like I've got some things here like. Right, so the alarm goes off, and Michael calls Kid on his Apple Watch, and he's like, right, Kid, get over here. Meet me at the main building. Right. Then um, Devin gets on the phone, and and then, oh, and then some car runs the main gate. Was that, oh, that was car. That was yeah, car. That's probably so he runs happened. the main yeah. gate. Yeah. And uh, so Tony's in the car, and he actually does go to kidnap her. And here's the thing how did he know it was her? How did he know which person on this estate was the technician? Because she's the only one wearing the overalls. Maybe. <laughs> no one else was dressed like a technician. That's, that's true. So he just grabbed the first person in overalls he came across. Got right. lucky. Um, and then here, here's craziness. Michael jumps on the car. <laughs> yeah. 
Because where is Kit? How far away is Kit that he's still not there yet? Uh, yeah, but right, he jumped on car. He jumped on car. He jumped on car. He jumped on an indestructible car that clearly he could do no damage to, and that car could shake him off and kill him in a minute. Right. right? Those mean, wiper blades are probably strong enough to launch him off the I mean, side. He could have just rolled, <laughs> you know, and just I'm just going to roll or myself. Auto boosted or whatever. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Running no, totally. towards three, whatever. But yeah, but luckily Kit shows up. Yes. And, and pulls up next to him, and Michael just jumps over to him at 60 miles an hour. He's yes. pretty, in cowboy boots, mind you, which are going to have no traction on the hood of a car. <laughs> right. And I did notice if he had his glasses on. but No, I that, don't think he did. That would have been for a cool jump. No. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was a pretty pretty ridiculous scene. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like something should have been cut. That was it right there. Yeah. Uh, and then Michael, yeah, he jumps to the car, climbs in the window. And, and chase ensues. Chase it on. Yeah. Kit and car. They're they're and and they're talking to each other. Right. So so how are they doing that? Kit and car are talking to each other. Are they is it like through the a radio. PA system? Is it, <laughs> yeah, is it is it Bluetooth? I don't really know. Probably but, probably probably the precursor to Bluetooth. Yeah, they're having a conversation. They're kinda trash talking. Um uh, I don't really I didn't write any quotes because nothing was no really exciting. No. They were just yeah, shit talking to each other. Who was better? Right. Who was right. first? You know, dad loved me more than you. That's right. right. Yeah. So, um, oh, so then the chase, it it runs into a residential neighborhood. Yeah. Car could give a shit. (laughs) Yeah, he's just going to, he's going to mow all the kids down. Going through that playground if we have to, to get out of here. But, uh, kid, kid's like, Michael, we must stop the pursuit. It's too dangerous. And Michael's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't you be more like Carr? But, yeah. Why uh, <laughs> just run these kids down? It's fine. Um, so yeah, so they have to give up. They gotta yeah. let them get away, right? And they the bad guy makes it over to the warehouse and the Rev ain't too happy about Bonnie being in the car. Oh no. He I mean, if you've seen a pissed off Rev, yeah. This guy. And I think mad. actually Bonnie was working on the car first and Rev came later, right? Or something like that. I don't know if he came to or if he walked in. I don't remember. I think he what just walked in. Yeah, and saw her. Yeah, so he he's pretty mad. Oh, I put I put Rev wakes up. No, maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe he was sleeping in the corner. A lot of I don't sleep went on between those guys, but <laughs> um, yeah. And then and then Bonnie tells Carr, "Say, hey, I need to check your video reads." Oh and, yeah. Uh, you know. So she like trick she tricks him. Yeah. So, so you can, like while, listen into what the guys are talking about. Yeah. So while Rev and Tony are, are talking about their next big hit. Well, actually, and she's like focusing on the newspaper, right? Oh, right, right. Because he did say he's like, "This is our next big thing," and he's yeah. waving the paper. Yeah, yeah. So she could read what they were gonna go steal or yeah. whatever. But <laughs> at this point, what's his name? Is it Ray? I don't know. I got like different names written down throughout the thing. Not who's not Rev, the other guy. Tony. I have Tony. Tony. Yeah, I don't know why I wrote Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple thoughts, but not, <laughs> but anyway, but you know, uh Rev's all pissed about this stuff and what's his name? Tony just knocks him right out to get yeah, right. Like, All right, I'm out of here. Like, whoa, yeah, Tony Tony took a turn. So <laughs> instead of arguing with Rev, he just beats him down. And then um Oh, and just in time, Michael and through the door, right? Yeah. He figures out where they are and somehow. Bonnie, Bonnie's also trying to escape this time, too. So it's yeah. not, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. Tony and Brad fighting. Michael smashes in. Bonnie's trying to escape. Um, yeah, okay. And then uh, anything exciting happened there? No. I've only got the car and Tony took off. Well, basically, yeah, yeah. So they took off and... Bonnie's in the car with him, and she's he's gonna Michael's gonna dump her off, and she's like, "No, I gotta stay and shoot the laser." He's like, "No, yeah. you're not." And she's like, "Hey, it's not calibrated. I'm the only one that could shoot it now." And see, and that's the sound clip <laughs> I had because I wanted to I wanted to play it because and, and I can't because I couldn't set this up properly, but um, I it just sounded so. Um, it sounded like a like a little girl on a playground, like teasing someone else. She's like, "I'm the only one that can do it." You know, <laughs> I didn't really read it, it that way, but yeah, I <laughs> have to go back and listen. I think you'd agree with me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so she she whines about that, and then he's like, "Okay." 
Yeah, you're right. Then, you, you got me. Yeah, and then so they chase the Tony down in car. Right. He didn't but, actually ever get to steal anything either, right? Because they caught up to him. Yeah, right. But right. Uh, he gets they get kind of trapped in some warehouse area. He's got a turbo oh. boost over something. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. So they're they're gonna head. He's he, he's so there's a museum. The museum is what they were gonna rob for these right. gems. Yeah. So, but Devin, so they call Devin, and Devin somehow knows they won't be at the museum. They'll still be in the warehouse. So I don't know how Devin knows so much about what's going on, but <laughs> he's in the so they head to the, he's in the, they head head the museum warehouse. scene. Yeah, they head to the warehouse and they find Tony in there, like taking his sweet time. He is <laughs> out of the car and he's opening the boxes and looking at them in amazement, and then closing them. Then he'd open the next spot. Like, do you throw those boxes in your car? Because right now you're very vulnerable. But if you get in your car, you're pretty safe, right? Right. So, uh, but yeah, no, he was taking his time. And then, um, let's see, he goes to the crates, throwing the boxes out. Um, then Michael tells Bonnie, yeah, that's when Michael tells Bonnie to get out. And she's She overrules him. Right. Uh, As she should, being in charge of Kit anyway. Yeah, but, and the laser. I mean, well, yeah. He who controls the laser controls everything. Uh, and then Carr, I, I don't know what happened. I'm a little gray hair, fuzzy. They they all take off. I don't know what's right. going on, but I, I have car jumping through a garage door right over uh, Kit at some point. Oh, they probably just blocked him. They figured out where he was. Yeah, and that's when another chase ensues, and then they basically they get trapped with like some cars around. He's that's when they got to do the turbo boost because there's not right. enough room. But there wasn't enough room or something like that, so he had to back up and then. He basically ejects the bad guy out of there, so yeah, he has less he needs, weight. He to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, even though in, Mike, even though Kit can do it with two people in it, but whatever. <laughs> well, he's improved. He's an yeah. improved model. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, so. let's so. But let's go back to Bonnie saying that the laser's not calibrated. Yeah, and she's the only one that can fire it that way. Right. Now, is there is there facing head to head? Bonnie says. The calibration is almost ready. <laughs> well, she had to finish calibrating it, maybe. But I thought she could shoot it without even calibrating it. That's uh, what I think. Maybe she missed. Those are the cards. She laid down the cards <laughs> that she could do without calibrating it, and now she's calibrating it. I feel like we're wasting time with the calibration. Yeah, maybe they meant to say it's charged up. Okay. But regardless, uh, it didn't matter, did it? No. Because <laughs> they missed so both times. <laughs> she, she takes a shot and she misses, which is, you know. And I was trying to figure out like the little targeting thing. It looked like was she just holding like, a little joystick in her hand or something? Yeah, yeah, it looked like that. Yeah, and then and she's like, "The calibration must be off." Yeah. Well, no shit. You just <laughs> we just met, said that. You know. <laughs> and so and then she tries again, and and Carter like jumps over it. Yeah. Um. That's when he boosts out of there, right? Yeah, and they lost him. But I think they know. You know, they know the roads of the area pretty well, so yeah, they know they, where to they cut track him down. Yeah. Well, GPS. And um, he's, oh yeah, he's like, if I take ninety, it parallels <laughs> the road he's going to be. So we'll 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 meet up with him. Right, right. That's what he says. Yeah, and then so and then Carr warns Kit something, but my video skipped here, and then I rewound it, and it skipped again, and it would just I don't know if it was the NBC video, but I couldn't hear what he said. Oh. Um, but I I gathered they're playing chicken at this point. Right. Yeah. No, they totally are. Michael's heading right for him. And Bonnie doesn't want him to do it, and Kit doesn't want him to do it. He's like, Kit tries to take over. He's like, no, keep it in a manual. He's like pushing <laughs> buttons harder, you know. But uh, he's got a plan, obviously. Oh, yeah. And it's at well this point, out. as they're driving towards it, though, it was funny. Bonnie and Michael were like making confessions to each other. Not like that they're in love with each other, but something about how they don't hate. I don't know. I couldn't remember. I can't remember exactly what they were kinda like. It was kind of like. Um, they were just describing how each other really are, like you know, or something I, like that. When I said you were stubborn and ignorant, to your oh yeah, I didn't really mean it. it or whatever. And then Kit's like, "Why are you guys lying to each other?" Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, gosh, Kit, be nice. Come on, they might die here. <laughs> Y'all know you're going to be okay, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they're they're heading right for each other, and, and Car's like, "Turn, you should turn." Like you know, trying to psych them out a little bit, I guess. And, um, I mean, I, I feel bad. This, this is like a spoiler now. Just if we a just spoiler for the last two minutes, <laughs> it's, it's a spoiler. So 
I struggle with it, but okay. So car turns, car freaks out. He turns. Right. And why does he turn? Self-preservation. Preservation. He's not going to smash into something that might destroy him. Right. Right. Instead, he'll drive directly off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, why didn't he, he turbo boost over him? <laughs> should have turbo boosted over him? That would have right. been a good move. Well, I mean, there was a curve there. So maybe he was thinking if he turbo boosted, he'd launch off the curve too. Maybe that was it. But that's what I was thinking about like last there night. There should have been calculations going in that yeah. machine. Yeah. He should have been working on that. But if, if there is one thing that I have learned over the years of a, as a kid watching TV in the 80s is – Cars run off the cliff in California on a daily basis, I guess, right? Like every show, what? someone launches off the thing, and you, you never show anyone going down there to help or like pick up the pieces. It just must oh, be the littered with cars down there. <laughs> it's like a mountain of cars. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, no one decided ever, you know what? Hey, this seems unsafe. Let's put a guardrail here. <laughs> right. And oh. like these guys, they're like, oh, there you went. All right, just drive away. Wait. <laughs> completely emotionless was tony in the car no he was ejected so he was yeah no he was in you know this is when bonnie and michael kind of almost kissed right looked like they were getting i don't know what they were doing but they didn't no they didn't so uh maybe maybe in a later episode we'll see yeah but what oh what i was thinking is too is like car you know with that guy tony it's almost like remember the movie christine where the car possesses you and makes you an asshole oh yeah yeah it's kind of like what car was doing to that guy that's right that's the kind of, you know, cars do that to people. Well, yeah. So, but, and then, so Zeno's paradox goes unanswered. I mean, we almost had that solved, but. Well, maybe uh, the answer is the immovable object drives off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can update yeah. it for the current time because that was like from what, like 200 BC <laughs> or 300 BC yeah. or something like that. Well, we'll try to, you know, Even we'll further. make it a little more philosophical the way we phrase <laughs> that, but we'll, we'll post the answer and, um, you know, we people will. can thank us for. We are going to post the answer. Well, not like on the internet or anything, but. Like, oh, okay. Gotcha. Just to, like, you know, for the ages, we'll post. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Philosophically. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so Michael explains how he knew all along that the car was chicken out. Right. Yeah. You know, that's kind of why they picked Michael, right? Because he's not a only genius. He's, he's, he's a genius and you know, he handsome. looks like. Yeah, he's handsome like the... He's handsome. He looks just like the guy who picked <laughs> him up who saved when him. he was younger. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. guys don't know what we're talking about, go back to the first episode. You don't know what we're talking about. Right, right. So, although Carr drove off the cliff, um, self-preservation, I, I still find that questionable. But maybe in a future episode we'll uh, we'll learn more. Maybe. But this definitely called for a champagne toast with Devin and the crew because, you know, oh, yeah. job well done. They must do that like an every <laughs> after every case, it's champagne. Yeah, was that was that in the semi? Because, like, I, I seem to remember, like, in later episodes, there'd be, like, a semi would pull off. Oh, they were then... in the semi at some points, but they didn't show it driving into it. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, and they were in the semi, yeah, because that's when they're like, good night, kit. You know, basically, like, tucking <laughs> them in for the night. Shutting them down. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, they were definitely in the same way. They just didn't really. Maybe. Well, you know, maybe not. Maybe they weren't. But it looks just like the semi did, and you know, they yeah. were. But eventually, they do that, and that's. I always thought that was really cool. Right. So when, whenever I was driving on the highway with like my parents, I would look at the semis and be like, waiting for some car to pull into it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, could could happen. But. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Um, and that's it. That's it. That, that's was, all that uh, that was. Yeah. That's an exciting episode. Car, car is legendary. Yes, uh, everyone knows car. Everyone knows car. I think it would have been equally cool if it was cat, but uh, <laughs> car is memorable. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. So that's it for this uh, episode of Night Rider. Yeah, it was a fun, uh, cheesy episode. I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, all these episodes are cheesy in this show. I mean, there's no way around it with a talking car. Right, right. And to be from the '80s, but it was fun having you know. Optimus Prime, voice him. <laughs> <laughs> I kept waiting for him to turn into a robot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stands up, yeah. but it didn't. It's, Actually, Kit yeah. would look kick ass as a robot. Yeah, all shiny and black. Yeah, yeah. that would be cool. All right. All right. So all right. yeah, that's the end. That's all we got for this one. Uh, yeah. So next next time we're kicking around. Do we, do we want to say? Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. So. We're, <laughs> 
I'm, I'm trying to remember was uh, Magnum, Magnum yes. PI. Yes. Um, where he's on a pretty serious case. Um, he's he's uh, needs to protect a dog. In a dog <laughs> show. So yes, uh, I believe the episode. I told you what it was called, but now I forgot. It was like yeah. uh, the ugliest dog in Hawaii or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I still I still haven't watched it, so we'll uh, we'll watch that. We'll talk about it for for next week. Did we mention the name of this episode? I don't remember if we did that at the beginning. Yeah, that it was okay, trust, trust doesn't, doesn't rust. rust. Yeah, yeah. Just, no, we said that. That was a nice title. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Magnum PI next week, and um, look forward to seeing uh, any comments and questions and interaction on on social media. So. Keep that up. Uh, Facebook, I used to watch, or Facebook.com slash I used to watch this. Instagram, I used to watch this. Spelled and out, yeah. uh, Twitter, Twitter is I used to, with the number two, watch this. Yeah. And I've been putting, last the last episode I put in the show notes, um, I put the links to the Twitter and Instagram. So look for them there if you need to find them. Cool. And, All right. Uh, and uh, also, if you have any thoughts about our intro, <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to figure that one out. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to kind of merge into that a little bit. We're getting, yeah. we're getting used to it. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's it uh, for this episode. I used to watch this. Uh, I'm Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan, and we'll talk to talk you next time. Thanks. thanks. Bye. flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist.